shows are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Welcome to the Adventures in Tech Podcast. Talking the latest tips and trends in educational technology to innovate and engage your students. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Dan. We are up to episode 25 of the Adventures in Tech Podcast. Good afternoon, Dan. Good afternoon, Andrew. <laughs> As always, if you like the contact, like us, uh, help us out, provide feedback and a rating on wherever you download your podcast from. We greatly appreciate your support. And it's episode 25, wrapping up season number one. Wow. It's been great. It's been a great adventure, literally. It's been an literally adventure. an adventure. Absolutely. We are going to uh, title this podcast. I'm excited about the title. You know me and my creative... Uh, Drums, please. Let's see if anybody gets it right away. Well, they probably did because they probably read the title when they clicked on it. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, drums, please. That's it. That's I it. love That's it. I'm tiling. I love it. Um, and hopefully they get our little, uh, you know, fun with that. I don't have a would you rather. I'm unprepared. I, I, me too. Okay. We you know, tell we're winding week. down to oh. the end of the season there. and and <laughs> the end of the school year. There is so much going on. We just were in a meeting uh, for hours, and you might know what grinds my gears, Dan. Oh, don't we get were me just started. about to start recording. And the fire alarm goes off. So then we had to start over. And then you messed up the intro. Yeah, you know, well, not really. I don't mess anything up. You're, you're, you're sitting on a throne of lies again. <laughs> but uh, we're not going to talk about classroom updates because everybody is knee-deep in all kinds of things right now with the classrooms. Uh, but I do want to touch on some of the, the news, the weekly wind-up news, as we talk about winding down. And we have been able to utilize this a little bit. I love this. So we've talked about... Uh, templates and, and Google Docs. Let's talk about Google uh, Workspace updates. And there's now table templates and drop-down chips in Google Docs to create those highly collaborative documents. We're all about collaboration here. And these two new enhancements are flexible. They're uh, smart canvas for collaboration. There's table templates. It's great with projects overall. It, oh, absolutely. So when, when you're starting to work in Docs now, if you are um, looking into the Insert tab, there's some new features in there that I actually saw before I saw the update. So yep. I, I was looking, I think I was going to insert a header into something, and then I looked at the menu and I was like, what is all this? So now in Google Docs, you have the ability to put in drop downs. Um, so I think there's so many possibilities for this. Absolutely. Um, going from primary all the way up into secondary. So we look at, you know, you can put in some different types of analysis things and students can click on a certain word and choose, you know, how to refill it with one of the drop downs. So I think there's a bunch of opportunities there, especially, you know, if you think creative and outside the box of incorporating this new feature into Docs. Yeah, they have preset drop downs. Obviously, we always like something that's, you know, provided to us, whether it be project status and review status. And then, of course, the options go to not started, in progress, under review and approved. So talk about collaboration all the time. That's perfect. You can also create your own drop downs as well. And, you know, they have these new features for building blocks. So, yep. you, you know, you can um, you could always create meeting notes in docs, but you had to go from the, the meet thing to create it now the you can yeah. now all you can go in and create your meeting notes and then attach them to uh one of your calendar invites um the email draft we talked about but That's these huge. three new things here are pretty pretty awesome the product roadmap the review tracker and the project assets yeah so definitely play around with these uh new features in docs 
Um, it's right underneath the insert tab with uh, drop downs and then obviously uh, building blocks as well. And you can kind of see where things go. Um, it's already going. It's already out. So you're gonna. Mm. It's no scheduled. It's it's already fully rolled out. You'll be able to check it out. Um, and it kind of just uh, you know lets us go right into our next thing with well, emoji reactions. Well, before we go there, you might be thinking, why do I need a product roadmap review tracker or project assets? You sure. don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Go in and see what they look like when they come into docs because you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is going to help my collaboration so much more. And they're also editable. So you can go in and change the different columns and the different drop downs that they put in there for you. So I don't want to spoil it too much. Just go no. check it out. Play it, play it's really cool have some sandbox time absolutely and that's going to let me pivot to the emoji reactions in google docs on the web so giving and receiving feedback is always a key collaborative workflow with google docs the new emoji reactions feature provides a less formal alternative to comments uh, to express your opinions about document content or to use as placeholders as you're using docs in a collaboration fashion for your students they're going to be more engaged, let's be mm -hmm. honest. So right. uh, the emoji set is updated to the most lace, latest version of emojis, reflecting the latest set with uh, to really let you accurately reflect your identity. There are all kinds of things, so you can highlight the word and quickly input an emoji instead. And again, that has already been released uh, in all uh, formats, scheduled, re uh, rapid release, and so forth. Um, the next thing, Dan, I'm going to let you touch base on, but I, I heard about this. And we always talk about Canva. I love Canva. And we talked a little bit about it earlier in the year. And now there's like a, a, a course right. through the design school for Canva design skill for students. So, um, again, you can go in and check it out. We'll have the link in the show notes. But basically, um, it gives you a series of lessons Um it would be helpful for teachers, but you can also use it for your students. You can link them there and, you know, basically taking them through how to search and edit um, elements, how to upload and edit media, record yourself, add in style text, edit photos, add animation and use apps. So, you know, one of the things we always talk about is have students be creators and not consumers. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, I see it all the time. I'm guilty of it. I, I do it. I encourage it sometimes that students are going out and inserting images um, off of Google into their slide decks or into their sites or into whatever they're building, but like empowering them to build their own graphics, their own logos, their own animations. Um, it, it's just a whole nother layer that I think is important to be able to capitalize on. So Canva is great for that. And it levels up the engagement, obviously from a teacher perspective, but also for the students, they're going to be engaged more being able to be those creators of the uh, original content uh, it also gives you different courses uh, as well and really, uh, you know, kind of spoon feeds it to you. So it's an easy way to understand it tiered out, you know, step one, step two, step three, uh, you know, for all the learnings in each course. They also have other ones. And the best part, it is free for educators and students alike. So we love that Canva is something that is just such a robust tool that I think continues to evolve and will definitely help uh, teachers, educators and students alike. Awesome. This next thing I absolutely love. <laughs> I, I don't do. know if you saw it. I saw it, and it's it's all, it, yeah, it's great. <laughs> the periodic table of Google Chrome extension. So geek out uh, as, you know, scientists and mathematicians here. There is a list of the periodic table of Google Chrome extensions in a Google drawing, and it's broken down by startup, brain breaks, and attention, research, speech-to-text, text-to-speech, 
readability and reading aids, video, screenshots, screencasts, writing, and productivity productivity in the classroom. So uh, a big shout out to Denise Henry Orndorf, uh, who is a coach, uh, you know, from Frederick County Public Schools, who put this together. It's awesome. And I, it's talk about one place. This is just something you want to star in your Google Drive. Oh, That's do you see what's files. on here? Do you remember Google Tone? Yeah. Oh gosh. So everything is here. Definitely, you know, it's the periodic table, literally. So definitely take some time to click through, check them out. They're all linked. It's just such a a phenomenal resource. Uh, for you know, for the period, for Google Chrome's uh, extensions in one place to check out and see what would work for your productivity and workflow as you use these in the classroom with your students or for your own personal productivity. Right, summertime uh, is coming. It is, so I'm ready to kick back, um, sit by my new <laughs> pool with my well, the the, war- the warm pool. The, the you war- had the pool. I had the pool, but now I have a warm pool. Yeah. A very, very expensive one. I really pool. could go off the road there for a warm pool comment, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let we'll let people's imagination go there. Thank thank goodness this is the uh last episode. Last episode for a while. Uh but um, well, let's, let's talk Matt Miller. Ditch that textbook. Um, awesome teacher summer. So P D bingo choice board. We love choice So boards. while I'm sitting by my warm pool um and just laying out, I can always check um and do some PD as I'm um, sitting in the sun. Right. So he's got a whole PD uh, bingo board that you can kind of check out with a free space. Uh, if you want to kind of see some or learn some new tools, uh, it's definitely right there. Click and and you'll be able to check out all different kinds of PD you can, uh, for them. Going from getting Kahoot certified to getting started with Pear Deck. Um, Soundtrap. Soundtrap, which yeah. I need to look into a little yeah. more. Obviously, uh, Wakelet. Um, Flipgrid, Adobe, there's uh, everything's there. Uh, mm-hmm. Workspace, uh, digital citizenship, you know, which is a huge one. You know, it can be internet awesome with that. Adobe Spark, which we've mentioned before, uh, and then a bunch of different things with computer science and other things as well. So, uh, just something to check out and put in your pocket for this summer if you want to check out some uh, some PD and continuing to evolve and grow. Um, and that kind of brings us to summertime activities right we, we know there's some fun and activities for the end of the year things are winding down content is starting you're almost done with everything you want to teach how do you keep those students engaged over this last four weeks of school i know one go ahead have a scavenger hunt yeah amazing race style <laughs> love it but yeah. you know some of these things at the end of the school year the best thing to do is get your students moving um it's easy to do you can do it with technology um creating like a scavenger hunt using a Google form to submit different things, QR codes with pictures, all these different things, but create a list of um, things you want your students to find or do, and then provide students with that list, set a time limit and go. Yeah. And it can be print and digital. Both versions uh, are available. We'll link it in the show notes. The other ones I thought were cool, uh, design a food truck book report. Uh, so that's something different. Uh, and then obviously the end I, of the year advice. I love that reflection piece, end mm-hmm. of the year advice. So, you know, as a you know a student is finishing up their fourth grade, they can create a welcome to fourth grade tips and advice from their perspective. So I think that's a really cool reflective piece um, for students to do at the end of the year. Yeah, and it's really going to help those kids coming uh, in that upcoming grade level. So, and then camp s'more writing, you know, so uh, they're talking about getting outside, mm-hmm. uh, having, creating a summer bucket list, you know, uh, for the students. You know, I think there's just a lot that you can do to, with these activities, 
that will help uh, keep students engaged over the last you know few weeks of school, as well as uh, gearing them up for the next grade level and preventing summer slide. You can provide some of these activities uh, if they want to do them over the summer as well. So this next thing that you have on the uh, <coughs> the list is something that I I can totally relate to. Stop the slideshow madness. Yeah, <laughs> I did put that in there. You did put that in. Mm-hmm. You want you want to tell people why you put that in? <clears throat> sure. Yeah. So please, not another end of the year picture slideshow. Uh, you know, we we know that that's the end of the year picture slideshow. We we've all been guilty of it and created it at the end of each and every year, and it takes hours and hours to build with the hundreds of photos from this school year. And I'm going to go on and on. Remember that- when people would burn them onto DVDs? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. What's a DVD? Hi, I'm making 32 DVDs of my picture yeah. slideshow. So I'll see you in about two weeks. Yeah. You know, the, so. Uh, they're they're lovely. They, I, don't get me wrong. Yes. They're really lovely and they're really awesome. But, but every but, two minutes uh, or so of a 45-minute slideshow presentation, you could miss your child. And and that's kind of, you know, where it's it's kind of, go, you know, it's been, it's done, we done all of these things it's wonderful but how do we make it you know better all right so a few things if you're going to go through and build a slideshow i mean just think about keeping the entire slideshow length between two and five minutes yep um add some catchy music i love music individual pictures should be kept at one second yep right you can see your the child in one second and move on Group picks two to three seconds, you know, larger class size, maybe put it to four or five seconds. Yep. Uh, most editing software or web-based programs allow you to sync each picture for a certain length of time. Um, and, mo- and you know, some of the things cool, there's some cool extensions um, that you can use that you can actually take pictures from your drive yep. and automatically take those pictures and put them onto a slide deck. Mm-hmm. So definitely check out... Um, Oh, it's slipping my mind right now. I should be... Uh, slip and slide, right? Sli- no, yeah. not slip and slide. It's, uh, I don't know, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. If you remind me. I will. But there's an add-on that'll like, let you take pictures and automatically put them into slides. Yeah, and, you know, if you're trying to think of something besides the, the slideshow, you can have uh, a collage slideshow where each student has one slide with multiple photos from the school year and let them kind of create it. Mm-hmm. And then that slideshow would be five to seven seconds of that student so you'd have maybe you know 30 total uh slides uh slides you know total for the slideshow and it can be digital shared out easily create a full video talking about each student uh you know to narrate on top of the slides Mm -hmm. you know to discuss the growth that the student has made we love flipgrid so many awesome ways i know i totally would revolutionize that end of the year thing now instead of just pictures you can have the students reflect or talk or or add some of the things right in there. So Flipgrid would be a great idea and a great alternative to that end of the year slideshow. So I think those are just some ways uh, to kind of up the game or, or change it a little bit for those end of the year celebrations. Uh, and a big uh, shout out to Tommy Spall from, from Texas. Uh, we've, we've worked with Tommy in the past mm-hmm. and he uh, actually put this uh, post together in regards to the end of the year slide show. Right. Uh, to wrap up, one more thing from uh, Tommy and his his crew is getting creative with end-of-the-year review games. Right. I remember my review basketball <laughs> game. That was always fun. So uh, a lot of the, you know, the secondary levels are wrapping up with regions exams coming in New York State. How do you how do you do all these these reviews? You know, how do you, what 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 can you do to keep students engaged? 
you know, to be able to do all of your review games to, you know, for fun because it's mm-hmm. going to get hot and, and so forth. So there's an article uh, in regards to what kind of, uh, you know, games you can use, uh, gamification, uh, different ideas in general. You click on, you know, one or two of them and they have some ideas to, to kind of engage your students as you wrap up the school year. Excellent. So as we wrap up the school year, we can start wrapping up season one. We are going to wrap up season one. Uh, it's been a journey uh, as we reflect. Uh, it's been, I, I still can't believe it's it's June. I know. And 25 episodes in, It's it's been fun from when we started in October. Uh, and we will be back. Our plan is to continue season two. Uh, we'll do a launch in an, uh, August or September. I'm sure we might have some random things thrown out at various points could be yeah while, while you're by the pool while I'm by the, <laughs> my warm pool <clears throat> yeah <laughs> you went there i did um. i i mean i should explain <laughs> this year i we decided to buy a pool heater that suddenly has now works great but it's warm it's That's warm. all right it's it it's good um but we do thank everybody you know for being on the journey with us from all of our live shows at NiceGate, all of our guests, special guests, we can't thank them enough. And we hope to continue to include and and get more guests on the uh, podcast next year and bring it and, and bring it to new levels. Um, obviously, we appreciate the feedback. Mm-hmm. What are things you like? What are things you want to see discussed or added to like the weekly show? Uh, and things that you're like, ah, you know what, that was kind of boring, you know, don't go off the rails, or whatever it may be, please, you know, do that. We always also always need that feedback. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple or Google or Amazon, the, we need those reviews, those five-star reviews. Please put some comments in. It helps us in getting the podcast distributed more so then we can get more guests who are interested in joining the show, which would then benefit everybody, all the listeners, because they have a lot of knowledge to share. So, I think that's my soapbox as a wrap up as a big thank you. Yeah. And I just want to thank, you know, the people who, who do re- reach out and, yeah. you know, the information we get back from our podcast, whether it's the weekly updates or, you know, some of the discussions that we have, you know, we've had, they've been uh, quite intense at some times. And, you know, sometimes they're, they're a little bit, um, you know, might catch people off guard or, or, you know, I love hearing the feedback of what we have to say. Um, and then, it allows me, and I think it allows, I speak for both of us, to be more reflective Absolutely. on not only the content that we're putting out on the podcast, but how we approach our interactions with our colleagues and how we work with students. So I love having that ongoing um, loop of feedback and the interactions with people because um, it really helped me learn and grow a lot um, through all these conversations. So while we're holding the conversation um, for you, um, when, when we receive things back from you and we can continue that to grow and really build a nice community where we're all getting something valuable out of this silly little podcast that we thought would uh, be a good idea. Yeah, it, it's definitely been a, a, a great experience uh, and has really, you know, as we reflect upon it, expanded our circle mm-hmm. uh, with uh colleagues in the district out of the district nationwide we're we're really growing and we really owe that to all the listeners um hands down it's it's to you sharing it discussing with others saying hey check this out uh bringing this new form of pd learning 
into your world, mm-hmm. which is, you know, sometimes scary and people are hesitant. Uh, so we do appreciate that, you know, uh, a thousand percent. I can't say that enough. Uh, I'm super pumped that season two, we will be doing that. We've already discussed it, have some ideas um, as, you know, as we start to push that forward. If you didn't get a sticker, please hit up the sticker request for some swag. Dan, any final thoughts? You're done. I'm done. All right. (laughs) Thank you again. Thank you again. That's it. Wishing the best to everyone. Enjoy your summer. uh, Kind of relax and rejuvenate yourself, so to speak. We thank you again for all your support, listening on all the platforms, leaving us those reviews. As always, till next time, tech hard, work smart, live an adventure. Find Andrew on all socials at A Nicola Tech and Dan at WCSD Tech DR.